Hello? You play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. You cannot lose games in the NFL and still win. Giants are coming off a worse week than Harvey Weinstein. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. The 20, they're chasing him. They're not going to get him. Waving his arms, bare chested. Somebody stop Look that out, man. Here comes the... Until you play in the NFL, what's longer, a half or five-eighths? Or... But why do you even ponder passing? I mean, you can take a knee and try a 56-yard field goal. This is not Detroit, man. This is the Super Bowl. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Honey, I Cover the Spread. I got a little more energy today. Foley didn't say that I was a little uh, too exuberant last time, so I'm gonna I'm gonna bring a little more energy. It's Christmas time almost. Hanukkah's in full swing. We are on the week 16. I don't want to say anything, Foley, but I won the mono we mono matchup. I went three and two. I don't know what the punishment should be, but it's just another winning week for me. What else is new? It uh, it wasn't even close. I uh. It was a bad week for me. There's no no two ways about it. Um, I will say that if we were recording this Sunday night, I would have a few. Yeah, even honestly, up until I would say Tuesday lunchtime, I was very unhappy with three of my losers. One being the Saints. I don't know if you saw that game. The two-point conversion. Uh, Saints are up by multiple scores for the pretty much the entirety of the game. Um, Riddler has 60 pass yards, uh, everything going according to plan. Saints um, let them score, and then they stop on a two-point conversion. Refs call a phantom face mask on um, Cameron Jordan. They get another shot at it. They get in. Saints win by three. I had minus four. Fuming at that. I'm like, should have been a winner. Then I pay attention to the Jets game. Jared Goff, 80 yards down the throat. Did you take the, the oh, whoa, I'm sorry, that's right. We recorded on Wednesday. I was just saying, neither of us right. would have taken the Jets if, if if we knew Mike White was out, yeah. I'm going to be honest here. I'm an honest man. I put more down after the Zach Wilson thing, dude. I got so in my own head. I loved the spot for them. I loved that defense going against, you know, uh, I think people thinking Detroit was going to move the ball with ease. I loved how our defense matched up. I thought Quentin Williams was playing. That is on me. I thought I saw a report that he was leaning towards playing a game time decision thing. I, I thought it meant he was going to play. Um, got a little ahead of myself there. And then ultimately, I, I thought the public perception and media perception of Mike White versus Zach Wilson was too extreme. Um, you know, before Zach Wilson was benched, you know, he was not good, but, you know, he could do some things. And I didn't think Mike White, I thought Mike White went up against some really bad defenses in the Vikings and the um, Bears. Yeah. Obviously, the Bills was a tough one. But, you know, I was like, all right, maybe, you know, oh, this is a sharp little play here. My God, the Zach Wilson we saw, we've been talking about it. It was not even the Zach Wilson we watched before he, he was benched. This was a, I he's gone. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that in a little bit. But uh, yeah, Jared Ger- Goff down the throat, solid timeout debacle at the end. Lose that. Now I'm, now I'm really hot, right? I'm going into the four o'clock slate. Chargers, Bucks. Here we go. Let's, let's get it back. Here we go. Mr. Tom Brady. I, I, I have not been this mad at a player in quite some time when it comes to this stuff because they're up well, I don't know what they were up at half it was multiple scores I have plus three and a half I'm thinking it's good he comes out and literally does anything he possibly can and everything to lose the game 
And, and, you know, they show these clips of him screaming on the sideline, step up, step up. I hope someone was in this guy's fucking face. This man ruined his life to come back for this year, fumbling twice in his own end, two interceptions in his own end. They don't even come close to covering at the end of the game. So I, um, let's just say I was not happy come Sunday night laying in bed there. Uh, they were, yeah, there, they were up 17. 17, and they didn't cover the three and a half. Uh, not happy. To say the least, uh, but that's that's the game we play. Got to bounce back this week. Uh, credit to you, and um, you know uh, I'm looking forward. We're, we're kind of winding down here, uh, getting ready for um, playoff time here. So I'm ready to rock and roll. But credit to you. Yeah, I mean, you know, system unders went one and one. The Broncos actually scored, I think, 24 points. So good for them. The Packers seemed very easy to me. I didn't see the end of the game, so I don't know if it was even close for a backdoor, but. I forgot what else. Closer than it should have been. Yeah. Uh, Packers are the right side. I mean, if it wasn't for um, by close, I mean, the Rams had the ball down 12 with um five minutes to go. So, like, you know, it was there, but um, they didn't actually cross midfield with that drive. So, right. No, and then Packers. Uh, Bears, too. Yeah. Bears were uh, that was I actually read that one pretty well. So pat on the back for me. A little bit of a letdown. But we move on. It's not about what you have done. It's about what you have done for me lately. And this week we have a Thursday night game with the Jets and the Jaguars. And then we have most of the games on Saturday, which is Christmas Eve. Love Mm -hmm. what the NFL did here. I think it's a great move. Three Mm -hmm. games on Sunday now, which is Christmas. Don't want to compete with basketball. Makes sense. And then I believe one game on Monday night, which is the Colts and Chargers. So we have... Four four days of football here. It's I, I just love the Saturday thing so much. It's kind of make or break time. You kind of have both conferences, right? Uh, four or five teams that have already kind of clinched the playoffs, and then the, the people are fighting from scraps. You got the Jets, Dolphins, Chargers, Patriots, all all still vying for I believe two spots in the AFC or three spots. I think it's two, whatever. NFC, you got the Giants, huge win over the Commanders. Commanders are still in it, technically. Lions 7-7. Dan Campbell's plus 175, the one coach of the year now. Unbelievable. Have covered seven straight games of one seven straight. Or one six straight, covered seven straight. I mean, it's 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 great. There's three weeks left, and, and we're ready to just dive right in. Before we get to that, do we have any winners or losers besides the Mets and Steve Cohen? Because holy moly... He has spent so much money. I saw he was drinking Mai Tais in Hawaii, calling mm-hmm. uh, Billy Epler, I believe was the GM's name, saying, we just need one more hitter. He was like, why don't we just sign Correa? And there you go. I mean, the, the Mets look so stacked right now. This is literally what the Yankees did when Steinbrenner was active, and it is does not feel good as a Yankees fan. Yeah, I mean uh... – as a Mets fan, it's it's all you can ask for, right? I was thinking about it today. Uh, at 27 years old, um, I can pretty much guarantee we will be contenders every year for the rest of my life. It would, I don't think that's dramatic, right, to yeah. say at this point. Um, you know, I'm sure there'll be some bad years where we got to kind of shed some of the end of these deals. But I mean, he's spending over a hundred million dollars yeah. in Luxury in fees, it. pretty much, yeah. right? Yeah, like I don't even they, I don't even want to call it tax because, like, I feel like you know, if you don't understand how that whole system works, it's a weird word for it. Um, 
almost fees. Like literally just like like literally just fought, like penalty like penalty pretty much for going too high. Um, if he's willing to spend over a hundred million dollars in a year on that, then I don't think these I don't think the amount of money matters. Like you can't look at these deals as normal deals. Everyone's like, oh, you overpaid Korea. It's like, dude, are you are you watching? Like I don't. I think Steve Cohen would would literally f- trip over, and twenty six million would accidentally fall out of the pocket. Bro, he um, bought that fucking little stick figure thing that looked like Groot from the Gordons for fourteen. Was it fourteen million or so, maybe it was billion? I thought I it was forty million. I thought it was forty 50, million. I thought it was like I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the minute that happened, they should not have allowed him to be an owner because he's just got it's, fuck you money, and he's a big Mets fan, and now he owns the team. Obviously, he's going to do this. Yeah, who the fuck cares about baseball contracts? Just cut him or something. I know it's dead cap, but they're still paying for it. Right, right. It's they're, um, they're gonna be good. They're gonna be good. One can only hope, dude. One can only hope. But uh, yeah, very, very excited. Uh, as far as winners and losers, biggest loser is Tom Brady. Ruined his life. Um, should have stayed at home. Should have retired. Uh, could have walked off into the sunset even two years ago, and everything would be great and dandy. Now he he just looks pathetic. Um, he is public enemy number one for me. Um, as far as winners, I will probably go with Trevor Lawrence. Um, we'll talk about him shortly here, but, uh, you know, I'm seeing the talking heads all of a sudden happen top five and, and I'll ask you, cause I've been thinking about it a lot lately. Top five quarterbacks you would start a franchise with right now. Give me it off the top, off the rip. Off the ribs. Allen. So, right. Let's just like, so really give me three through five. All right. Three through five, three would be Herbert. Four would be. Who's young. Hmm. Now I'm drawing a blank here. I'm trying to think of a young quarterback. Burrow is kind of the Burrow would be four. Right, so Burrow would be four for me. I assume you have Trevor in there. Um, who else? So Colin Coward had had him at five. It's not so much like who like starting a franchise like like you know like Rogers wouldn't be outside the top ten. You know what I mean? Like he still has a few good years left in him, and he's you know when you're that good, maybe maybe oh, you know if you're in Madden franchise mode. I don't um, know if I would pick him inside the top ten. If you could give me ten quarterbacks, you prefer than Rodgers. Start a team around. Not, not start. I guess the word, like you know what I mean. I don't want to act like we're starting we're rebuilding, but more so like fantasy draft Madden, right? Like you're going into this year, you're telling me there's ten quarterbacks taking over Roger. I still take a couple years of Rogers. Right, well, I guess like that changes Derek the Carr, question. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, that changes the question because you figure you get at least two years out of Rogers probably if you right. surround him with the right. Right. Yeah. right. My, my fifth would probably five. be. It, I don't think I'd put Trevor in there. It would be I just had his name. Oh, Jalen Hurts. That's who it would be. Wow. See, I would take Hurts. Uh, I'm sorry. I would take Lawrence over Hurts. Um, but but you know it, that's all subjective. But yeah, Trevor Lawrence. I think you could at least agree with this point. He's his name in the combo is not. It's not that far down. off anymore. Yeah. No, no. I some would say it's it's not off at all. But um, he looks fantastic, man. And I I believe we were on this. I forget what conversations we have. Um. You had to throw last year out. Last year with Urban Meyer was was should not be even a blip on the Lawrence resume. Um, people saying they didn't like what he saw from dude. Urban Meyer. They, they, a lot of these guys are starting to go on podcasts and they're asking about him. I don't know if you saw that. Uh, the player, there's a Jags player who they asked about Urban Meyer, and Urban Meyer used to like literally yell at everyone that they weren't champions, like and be like, "You haven't won shit. I'm an, I won this national championship in the NFL, like dead serious." I did not see that, but that is unbelievable. Yeah, talking about you, you don't have the work ethic. Out. You don't have the work ethic like Ezekiel Elliott, like calling about the players he coached in college. 
Yeah, that's uh, it's so weird how he didn't catch on and last the full season there. No, he um, he uh, land of his own, but good for Trevor Lawrence. I, mean, I think that brings us into tomorrow. Yeah, uh, my other loser, I just feel like we have to point out the Colts blew a 33 nothing lead at halftime and the Patriots lost on the weirdest play I think I've ever seen. So we'll just those both losers. Moving on to Thursday night, we got the Jets host of the Jaguars. It is one and two in the previous year's draft. Trevor Lawrence visiting Zach Wilson. The Jets line has moved a little bit to their favor now, minus one and a half. Minus 118 on the money line. This totals at 37 and a half. Want me to start? Yeah. I'm taking so, the Jets again. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yeah, I think it's identical to last week. It's literally the same type of matchup and handicap. You got um, the Jets defense at home going up against an offense that has been buzzing, but I do think they can slow them down a decent amount. Um, hopefully, Quinton Williams is back, which is which would be big. He and then on the other side of the ball, today. perfect. And then on the other side of the ball, you got um, that's probably where the line moved to be honest. But um, and then on the other side of the ball, you got a Jets offense, which um, is going up against a, a pretty poor Jacksonville defense, in my opinion. Same handicap as last week. The only issue is the Zach Wilson who took the field last week, in my opinion. I watched every snap. Um, he he's got something so mentally wrong with him. Um, it wasn't it wasn't just bad decision making or bad reads. It was he literally is like afraid to throw the ball. It, it's bizarre. Um, all in my opinion, most of his positive plays were kind of impromptu scrambling out. I don't think you can rely on that to happen um, and score like that. But um, I got nothing here. I would I would think of Jacksonville as a teaser leg. Uh, I think the public will be all over Jacksonville, but um, you know maybe this is the week that, that that you know I should have waited to take the Jets. But after last week, I, I can't do it in good faith and watch Zach Wilson uh, under center. He should be on the IR and done for the year. It's just they don't have anyone to play quarterback. I agree with you on that point. Flacco is so bad, and I don't I don't know why they wouldn't just bring Stravel up to be a uh, little QB two, let him dress. Um. I am going to be on the Jets here. I am. I should have said, I, I think I'm going to take everything. Uh, I'll take a pick in every game this week again for a little Christmas present for all the listeners. Foley Fatuska's out. Cam Robinson's out. Trayvon Walker's out. Big, big, big for that Jacksonville defense. And then obviously Cam Robinson is on the offensive line. Trevor Lawrence is, I think he's a little banged up with a toe injury. He's just got two limited practices this week. Brandon Scherf has two limited practices. I, Corey Davis is back. Donovan Knight looks like he's going to play. LaMarcus Joyner looks like he's going to play, which the Jets' safeties are really bad, but, you know, it's better than what they have back there. And then if Q plays, I'm definitely going to be on it. Well, I'm, I'm definitely going to be on it already. I'm just going to feel better about it. I, I just think the Jags on the road are a totally different beast. Short week, a lot of do-not practices for a lot of these skill guys. Jets defense let up one touchdown against the Lions last week on that fourth and inches with two minutes left. The other one was a special teams thing. You know, they still looked great. And, I mean, it's now or never for Zach, right? We don't get many of these primetime games. They're wearing the all black. He played well against the Jacksonville Jaguars last year. Let's see what he's got. I'm going to take the Jets minus one and a half here. I can't knock it. Like I said, just the Zach Wilson I watched last week. I think there's, I think he has the yips. I, I genuinely think there's something so off. 
Um, I think the plan was to reset him and start from scratch. And, uh, you know, Mike White going down really threw that off. Um, Not only that, but Joe Flacco getting three plays in that Bills game. It looked like he wanted right. to coach his son's high school team. Did not help either. Yeah, I agree with um, you. <laughs> but, yeah, hey, I hear you. I'll be rooting for him. All right, we got another New York team. The Giants are heading to the Vikings, who were on the other side of that aforementioned 33 point below uh 33 point lead that was blown they came back 36 straight points they they stole in the red zone a few times too i mean it was i don't know what the Colts were doing but this is kind of this vikings team this is just who they are they might be a team of destiny they might suck i don't think there's anything in between here they do get the one o'clock slate on saturday it's a huge game for the giants after after beating washington I said I had a pick here in every game, and I got to be honest, I think I am taking the Giants here. I just don't want to bet the Vikings. I don't really like the total, so I'm going to bet the Giants here. Three and a half. Yeah, still three and a half. If the Vikings have shown anything, it's that they don't blow teams out. 11-3, plus two-point differential. Needed overtime against the Colts after being down 33-0. Yes, the Giants' secondary against Jettas scares me. But they don't blow anybody out, and they don't get really blown out. Give me over three against this Vikings team against anybody right now. Yeah, I mean, the Giants got the win. Um, It was kind of exactly what we said with um, Ron Rivera. I don't know. The Dable versus Ron Rivera matchup just feels to be a little bit uh, too lopsided. Um, as far as preparation and whatnot, uh, Thibodeau had an unbelievable play, the the, the strip sack into a, a touchdown, and ultimately they won by a touchdown, even though the skins should have technically tied it up at the end. I don't know if you saw the whole Terry McLaurin ref thing. I did, yes. Uh, well, they would have needed a two-point conversion anyway. Right. So basically, the, I think the Giants are not good, but they do have a good coach. And, and Daniel Jones actually looked pretty decent on primetime. Now they're going up against a really bad defense. Um, so I like the idea of Minnesota scoring this week, but I just, you know, I, I see Dable and Co being able to scheme up enough ways to score, to your point. Um, what's the total on this? 48. Uh, 47 and a half, actually. I'll pass. I'll pass. Um I would lean over though. Uh, it's just that these teams don't—they don't score fast. Let's put it that way. That's the issue with an over here, right? Like the, the G-men aren't going to have explosive plays, and the Vikings really don't either. It's a lot of methodical getting down the field. Uh, could see a lot of settling for field goals here. So I'll stay away from anything, but I would—I would lean your way with the idea that Dable could do enough to stay within that four and a half. Yep. All right. We are moving on to just a doozy of a game again. Saints at Browns Saturday at 1 p.m. The Browns are minus two and a half at home. This totals at. Do you know what this totals at? 31, I believe I saw it open. Two and a half. Okay. I was going to do a little over under with the over under, if you will. It is at 32 and a half. This is a system under. I'll be on the under 20 to 25 plus mile an hour winds. It's under 20 degrees. Teams suck anyway. Yeah, I don't even like this. This is I feel like this is one of those games you take the over, but still it's a system thing, so I'm going to be on the under here. 
Yeah, so it's a weather thing, right? That's why the total's so low. Um, I, I would think the weather's knocking off probably about five or five or six points here. I don't think this total would be over forty anyway. Mm-hmm. But it, yeah, I, I think it's the weather here. Um, I'll go Browns here. Um, they got the win for me. I, I ended up betting them on Saturday in this, in similar weather conditions. Um, we just watched Atlanta run all over. New Orleans, um, Algier looked good, uh, and whatnot. So I think Cleveland here, you know, I don't know if Chubb's playing though. Okay, that's well, never mind then. Hold off on that. Um, he has not practiced last two days, questionable. Okay, well, that's big. So if he's not playing, then then hold off on that. Um, also, you know, you're still buying low on Watson, right? At this point, uh, he has not shown anything up to this point. So with uh, Mark Cooper's banged up too, but and even with these 20, 25 an hour, I think it could have got to 30 even. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. I just have no faith in um New Orleans as a team, as a, a coach. Uh, they have Andy Dalton still playing quarterback. I don't know why, I don't know what the benefit is of having Andy Dalton play games at this point. Um, you know, if the you know, if Cleveland, I like Stefanski, typically has a good uh game plan. If he was, I doubt it, but if he was to try to utilize Deshaun Watson's legs, that could be a big advantage and X factor X factor here, but I doubt it. That doesn't seem like in the best interest of the franchise. Um so I'll pass for now with, with the injuries that you cited. Now, let me ask you this. All of the three past home games for the Browns have gone under the total. Does that change you at all? Change it all now. All right, <laughs> 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 they haven't scored more than 14 points in consecutive games. Yeah, whatever. Um, right moving there. so I'm on the under there. You're passing again, depending on Chubb. Yeah, copy that. Lions at Panthers. The Lions are favored here by two and a half or three, depending on your book. Total is at 43 and a half. I think. That I'll start this one. I am on the Panthers. I am selling Detroit. Part of the reason I said when we were talking about the Jets, the Lions scored one touchdown against the Jets. Jared Goff does not like the cold. Hates it. Small hands. Can't grip the football. This is going to be a very cold game. Let me find the temperature here. It's going to be sub 35 degree weather. Goff is one and three straight up, 0 and four against the spread in four games in the NFL and under 35 degree weather. If you want the points he scored, 623, 18 3. So, in 17, actually, if you count the Jet game last week. So, I'm taking the Panthers here. I think they're good enough. I'm still not sold on the Lions away from Ford Field. Sam Darnold has. You know, he, he used to play in New York. He's kind of used to this weather to a certain extent after being out in USC for all that time. I think they have enough. I think that defense is actually pretty good. And, yeah, give me give me the Panthers at home. What is this, the second straight road game for the Lions? Another wing and everything. But, yeah, I like the uh, I like the Panthers here getting three at, at home. I'll, I'll actually go against you here, a little uh, battle here. I'll go to Detroit. Um, I think it should be three. Um, so if going to be less than a field goal, you know, once again, similar situation to last week against the Jets, who I think have a better defense. Uh, you know, I think you could say, you know, somewhat similar offense. Uh, conditions in Carolina, I don't can't imagine are going to be too bad. 
I don't know. It just says it's going to be under 35 degrees. So, okay. Um, There's a way. Oh, I should. Yeah. No, I'm thinking about this. I was talking to my boss today. She lives in Tampa. She said Saturday and Sunday, I believe, at night, it is getting down to 31 degrees there. Okay. Tampa. So the whole south is under like a, uh, what is it? Cold front? Cold front. Yeah, maybe we'll say that. Okay. All right. Um, I'll still take them. I just think they're the better team. They're they're hot as anything right now. Um, coach of the year on the line, you know, playoff spots on the line. Uh, at two and a half, you're telling me I need I need Detroit to win this game in Carolina. I, I'm okay laying that right now with this hot team. I'm probably jumping on the bandwagon a little bit too late, but uh, I'll roll that dice for now. Okay. All right. That's a little mono mono matchup there. Sam Darnold's going to make you eat it. Moving on. Bengals are at the Patriots after that heartbreaking loss to Vegas. And they didn't have to lateral it. The game was still tied. That was so fucking funny. That was just so funny. Sorry, Patriots fans. The Bengals are minus three on the road here, and the toes at 41 and a half. Does this line jump out at you as being a little fishy, or do you think this is the right number? Uh, so it's supposed to be bad storms here. So to your point, I think the entire East Coast is getting hit with something. Um, I was going to say, I think I have six system unders. This week, yeah, <laughs> and I think it's all because of the weather. Yeah, so yeah, we're we're dipping into the twenties. Um, some thunderstorms Friday that could push out into the weekend. Uh, but yeah, I, so if if this is going to be a cold, uh, you know, ba- ba- bang each other, you know, nonstop game, that's kind of what the Pats want to do. Um, I don't know what the effect will be from last week. To your point, with the whole lateral thing, how do you come back from that? <sighs> It's just so outrageous. I don't even know. It, it was so outrageous. I guess technically, like they, you know, they definitely lost the game there, no doubt. But like they, it wasn't like they were winning and did it. Like, it wasn't like you know what I mean. They, they still could have lost the game. Um, but to your point, I'm not trying to make it any better. Uh, similar spot to the Bucks bet last week that I had, where I, I, I thought since he laying more than three on the road was was a bit much. Uh, I think the Pats are might be better than the Bucks as of right now. So I, I I'll take the pack the Pats here plus three. Um, bounce back all roads lead back to the uh the buccaneers here kid i know i know <laughs> i'm just gonna keep honestly if i was to bet the jets like I, I you could almost repeat my bets from last week this week yeah i just i feel like i need to you know i'm going against you again i'm taking the Bengals here i'm okay. taking the Bengals here minus three in joey burrow we trust he's 17 and 7 gets spread away from home i mean he's just he Cold weather doesn't matter. He's 50 degrees or less. He's 11 and 1 against the spread. 40 degrees or less, 5 and 0 against the spread. Pretty much this guy just covers spreads. It's six in a row now that they've covered. They're 19 and 3 in their past 22 games. Just give me the Bengals here. I don't think the I think there's going to be a little bit of a hangover from the Patriots here. I, I I just can't imagine losing that way when you needed to have that game too for the playoffs. I know that they technically wouldn't have they could still lose, but just in that nature is just so bad and yeah, I think it's going to be tough for them to come back. That's all. Moving on, we got the Bills at the Bears. The line here is the same as the Eagles. Oh, no, actually, it's eight and a half now. Bills are minus eight and a half at Soldier Field. This total is at 40 and a half. You can start. Yes, once again, same exact situation as the Eagles last week. Interesting, because the Eagles actually closed eight and a half uh, come kickoff, so... 
if you were to look at it right, I, I think the market would have Bills as the best team in the AFC and the Eagles as the best team in the NFC, both playing the same amount in identical situations in Very Chicago. similar quarterbacks. Yeah. Yep. So you would think, uh, you know, as of right now, the the market Vegas, whoever sets these lines, has them as equal. So if they were to face off in the Super Bowl right now, neutral field should be a pick them. Uh, I think I, you know, you can't go against Fields right now because he's just he's playing out of his mind. He single handedly can enter the back door. You know what I mean? Kind of like uh, what he did last week. So you can't lay these type of points right now at Buffalo either, based on how how the defense is playing. Offense doesn't even look that great to me. Uh, I feel no. like they, they haven't clicked yet. It seems like Dable leaving is leave, uh, left some issues behind yes. for now. I think Josh um, Allen's still hurt, though. Yeah, working out the kinks for sure. But, yeah, so I, I, I can't land anything here personally. I would probably lean Chicago. Um, But overall, you know, uh, how many how many hits can Justin Fields take before it's too late, man? Uh, I feel bad Josh for Allen take, too. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but Allen's Scott Allen's more something. more so. He's yeah. inviting the contact right. where Justin Fields doesn't. Yeah, I think it's a little different in that regard. Well, Allen also like he's established it. Like he's not his job's not in jeopardy. Whereas Fields is still trying to prove he belongs in the league. So he's playing for a team with no weapons, heading nowhere, and pretty much he he's you know has to to take matters into his own hands, which he's doing athletically. His run last week was unbelievable. And he's just taking hit after hit after hit. And, you know, it's shortening his career. We know that already. But he can't not do that because then they'll be, oh, he sucks. You know what I mean? Get yeah. out. He's a backup. Yeah. So I, I feel for him. But um, I wouldn't be surprised if he did the same thing this week that he did last week and enters, uh, gets in that back door. Yep. I am on the Bears again. Shocker. Okay. A little bit of a letdown for the Bills. They just played against the Jets and then against – actually, so they've played the Patriots, Jets, and – Dolphins in three consecutive weeks. Now they're going on the road to the Bears. Going to be cold there again. I know they're used to it. They're playing in Buffalo. Interesting interesting stat here. The Bears defense is allowing over 25 points per game this season. Josh Allen against teams allowing more than 24 points per game is 15 and 15 against the spread. When he's playing teams that are allowing less than 20 points per game, he is 14 and 4 against the spread. So he's better against good defenses and worse against bad defenses. It's interesting. You ask, what is he this year? He's one three and one against the spread against teams allowing more than twenty four points per game. The Bills road games so far this year seven zero to the under. So they're scoring less points. It's a big number for the Bears at home. Justin Fields is five and six against the spread against teams above five hundred. I'm taking the Bears again. I think they sneak in the back door. I don't think this is going to be a particularly close game, but I think they sneak in the back door here. Tennessee hosting Houston. Tennessee is minus three and a half. This total is at 35 and a half. It's another system under for me. I'll start because it's a system under, so I'm taking it. This is another I mean, ugh, This is an ugly one. I guess we'll see if they can stop Derrick Henry. We'll see what Davis Mills has, but I'm going to be under here. It's just a system under, and yeah, you know all that all that fun stuff we were talking about. Mike Vrabel, man, lost four in a row. He's zero three and one against the spread. I mean, is the magic gone, dude? They're so banged up. We talked about it. Yeah. Um, there's so many injuries in the secondary on the defense as a whole. Uh, Tannehill now looks like he may not be playing, and based on the spread of three, I would assume it's going to be uh, Malik Willis. 
So with that said, you know, Houston's been scrappy. You know what I mean? Could have easily pulled off wins against Kansas City and Dallas. And, you know, to their benefit almost, they lost. So their draft pick status is, you know, not affected. But um, that's what you want to do, right? You want to lose close games to really good teams this time of year uh, if you're the Texans. Davis Mills, man, he's playing well. Uh, He's going up now against, once again, a banged-up secondary. Malik Willis has shown zero ability to to run an NFL offense. Um, I like that under with you. So, you know, the the only way it doesn't go under is if Davis Mills is really showing out against that that defense, which could happen. Um, God, do I really want to put money on this game, though, is kind of what I'm asking myself here. This feels one of those things where if you lose, you're just really unhappy with yourself. Yeah. I, these system unders that I have are just not fun, man. They really aren't. You just team can't scores watch. a touchdown in the first half. You're like, all right, it's fucked. We're done. We're done. <laughs> we lost. But they, hey, they hit. Yeah. I, yeah. I'll probably stay away for now. I'm not rushing to uh, get involved here. I, I don't love this board, as you can tell, this week. Yeah, especially with the, yeah. With the weather. It's the like weather's making everything, game. and we're doing this on a fucking Wednesday. I know weather's making everything so hard. <laughs> All right, we're gonna, we'll get away from this ugly game to maybe a sneaky good game here. Seattle is going to Kansas City. Kansas City's minus nine and a half, minus ten in places. This total is at forty eight and a half. I'll start here because you started last. Actually, I started last game. It was a system play. Over. I, yes. <laughs> Yes, call that. I'm on the over. (laughs) I'll tell you what my other play would have been, and it would have been the Chiefs. But I always get scared with big spreads in the Chiefs, so that's why I'm taking the over here. Yeah, couple stats here for you. The Seahawks have lost five consecutive games against the spread. They're they're doing really bad. But the most telling one, I think, is teams after facing the 49ers this season, which would be the Seahawks. They are one in twelve straight up, three nine and one against the spread in their next game. That is the worst record by a mile in the NFL this year. Teams are getting beat up against the Niners, and they're not even showing up for their next game. So I would lean the Chiefs' spread, but I'm going to take the over here. Seahawks are one of eight teams whose games have gone over the total more than under the total. We know that the Chiefs can put up points. We know that the Seahawks' defense does not look good at all. So I'm taking the the over 48 and a half here. I like it. I do like it. Uh, Seattle let me down Thursday night. They did not look uh, very good. However, that was a good San Fran defense. This KC defense can be had here. So 10 points seems like a lot. Uh, it's no just Tyler such, a high, such a high variance team with the Chiefs, man. Like you said, yes. it's almost like I would I would lean the over as well here. I mean, the Chiefs defense I'll take that just over got had you. by the uh, the Texans too. You know, yeah, yeah. I'll I'll take the over here unless I'm missing something. Well, um, the Chiefs are six and one to the under at home and six and one to the over on the road this year. I did leave that out to fit my narrative. <laughs> okay, that actually does scare me. <laughs> yeah, and what I'm gonna stay away. I'm forcing it. I like something in the next game. I feel like I have no picks, but I like something in the next game. What Falcons uh, Ravens? Seems like a lot. Yes. Uh, love the Ravens if you want to just move on to it. Yeah. Falcons are uh, Falcons are going to the Ravens. Falcons are plus seven and a half. Ritter is playing again, I believe. And then the total's at 35 and a half. So look at that. We got another system under. Fuck you, Ravens. Yeah, I um I'm on the Ravens here. 
I thought it was a brutal matchup on Saturday against Cleveland. They had, um, you know, we talked about the weather, the wind. It's, it was a ground and pound game, um, which the Browns like to play. And then on the other side of the ball, you know, with the wind, you had a guy in Huntley who was not a great passer as it is with no weapons whatsoever. So they really had no way to move the ball once they kind of got into Browns territory and things kind of, you know, packed in against the run. Uh, this week, you know, I'm assuming Baltimore is not going to be great weather either, but that Atlanta defense is, is, you know, as soft as it gets. I watched New Orleans move the ball with ease and New Orleans offense stinks. Um, Atlanta's offense stinks. And the one thing they want to do is run the ball. Baltimore has, uh, you know, is actually very good against the run this year. Um, it's seven, seven and a half. I, I think they win by multiple scores here. I think uh, they run it up to get it right. They, they want to get back on track here. This is kind of a, let's, let's get everything going here. Foot on the gas. Um, you know, kind of the Ravens of old with, with Lamar here. So uh, it looks like he, I'm seeing TBD. Is that, is that more of a Huntley versus backup thing? I don't know what, I don't remember where Lamar even stands. Thing. Um, it's, uh, he's questionable, but he hasn't practiced in, in three days this week, but they're officially listing him as questionable. So it's either Lamar or Huntley. Huntley's fine. Wow. So Lamar's already almost back. Okay, cool. So that's good. So that's even better for, um. I'll take that any day of the week. I don't care who's playing. Um, that that Atlanta team can be had right now. Uh, as you alluded to last week, between the locker room with Mariota leaving and all that shit, the way Smith handled it, uh, they're in full blown tank mode at this point. Ritter stinks as of right now. Uh, they're going to try to run the ball, which Baltimore will not allow. And um, you know, hopefully, Baltimore, after playing in those type of conditions last week, can also use that to their advantage this week. Give me Baltimore. You're laying the seven and a half. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you there. Uh, yeah, I think Ritter's going to definitely struggle because they were in a dome last week, right? Yeah, they played the Saints. Yeah, it's gonna mm-hmm. that's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a fun little. I know he's from mm-hmm. Cincinnati, but that, that's gonna be a little different in the NFL here against that defense. That that defense is not bad, and no. they, like they're getting better. All right, moving on. We have Washington traveling to the Niners. Niners are on ten days rest here. Washington is coming off that Giants loss at home. San Fran is minus seven. This total is 39 and a half. Oh, I'm sorry. 37 and a half. This line has moved a little bit. We officially have a San Fran tax. Yeah, I'd say so. This line's big. This is a big line. It's Washington or pass here. I, I you know, but I'm not getting in front of that, uh, you know, the San Fran team right now i mean who is brock purdy they, they faced he faced tampa and then he faced seattle last week um this might be the best defense he's going up against um mm-hmm. although washington's kind of felt falling off a little bit i lean washington here with the seven i don't really feel like dealing with that i know i i would not have a play in this game unless i was forcing one which i'm going to do for every game so in this case This looks to be. I'm just trying to find an angle here. I'm sick of Heineke, by the way. He's 11 and 4 against the spread, bro. Is he one of those guys like, do you enjoy watching him? Like, I don't enjoy watching him play. I don't like why. I barely watch them at all, to, to yeah. be honest. I don't even know so if I would. Slow and muddy, it feels like when they play. <laughs> and they have a lot of weapons, dude. Like, they're receiving core of Curtis Samuel, mm-hmm. McLaurin, um, fucking. Dotson, like, you know, they can play. So, you know, if they just had an offensive mind, they need an offensive mind in that building. 
uh, to put that together because if you could trust that offense to do enough, oh man, I'm all over the seven here. It's just I can see Heineke throwing two pick sixes, and I'm like, what the fuck am I yeah. doing? Oh, I'm gonna have the most fucking annoying week. I'm taking the under 37 and a half. Actually, that is technically a system play. I think it's 38. It's got to be under. <laughs> Fuck. I'm taking the under. I, I'm taking the under. Since week three, okay. Commanders games are 9-2-1 to the under. They they can't score. The Niners aren't exactly lighting up either, especially Debo's out. Yeah, give me the under here. Hopefully the Niners win fucking 37 nothing. <laughs> taking the under. Oh, this is going to be enough. such a fun week. Christmas is great. All right. <laughs> All right, probably game of the week here. It would have been had not for this probable injury to Jalen Hurts. The Eagles are traveling to Jerry's world. The Eagles are now with that Hurts injury news. He has sprained his shoulder. He hasn't practiced at all this week. I think he's unlikely to play at this point. They are plus four and a half. This total is at 47 and a half. Brother, you're under the impression that his body is the same as ours. No, I'm not because... If his if his shoulder was the same as mine, he wouldn't play it all this year. <laughs> Did you see Sirianni's quote? No. His quote was brought up. Yeah, dude. I thought it was actually very funny. Oh, bro, we forgot to keep going with the uh, Jim Irsay tweet of the uh, week segment. Ah, oh, yeah, that was a one week thing. Hold on, let me pull this up. Right here. Oh, this, this might affect how I bet this game. So yeah, we'll wait for you. Oh fuck! Where's this fucking quote? Hold on, I'm sorry. That's right. It'll probably Give your pick on the game, and then I'll find yeah. it. Um. So, I I'm taking the Eagles. First off, okay. I don't care if it's Hurts or Minshew mania. I really like Gardner Minshew, so I'm going to take him. I'm going to support him in any way that I can. So I'm going to take the Eagles here. Cowboys just don't seem to be. I mean, they just they just blew a lead to the Jacksonville at at their place. They they just seem to choke all the time. Eagles run defense looks a lot better with Jordan Davis back. Defense is no joke. Oh, I actually have two picks. I'm sorry. I'm taking the Eagles plus four and a half, and a small little. We're gonna call this. Uh, we're gonna call this little stocking stuffer, if you will, Foley. Dak Prescott over. 0.5 interceptions. He has thrown an interception in four straight games, six of the last seven. This Eagles defense are ball hawks. So a little stocking stuffer from old okay. C-Mac, from your pal. Take Dak to throw a pick. Fair enough. I have the quote here. Eagles head coach Nick Sirianni said he's not ruling Jalen Hurts out for this week because he's a fast healer. His body is not like ours. I will not rule him out. I kind of built that up a little bit more in my head, but um, the the his body is not like ours. He's a fast healer. Made, made me laugh. Yeah, who is he referencing there? Jalen. Oh, like ah, uh, yeah. Is that was that racist that he said that? Ah, uh, do we? I didn't think of the skin color thing. More so, just the fact that we aren't athletes. Oh yeah, no, of course, that's exactly what he meant. But oh, <laughs> maybe we could turn it into a racist thing. <laughs> Clip it. His body is not like ours. His body is not like. I will not like. He was like, I will not rule him out. It's like, all right, dude, chill out. So he's not. So he's not playing this week. Yeah, but we do have an issue here. Okay. The division is up for grabs. 
And dude, the, if the, the Eagles, Eagles the Cowboys lose, choke all the time. If they, hold on, hold on. Listen to me. Hear me out. All right. If the Cowboys win this, which they should, and I think they will, I think you might they be underestimating. Um, right, right, right. Regardless, they would then be. I don't even think it's close. No, what, what was I? Th- what did I played up some scenario in my head? Hold on. It's probably because you thought they beat the Jaguars last week when they were up sixteen in the fourth quarter. Right, that might be what I'm doing here. Hold on. Aren't they, they eight thirteen and, and two? Okay, no, no. Here, here's what it is. I'm sorry, not the division. I apologize. It's oh, time the Giants, the G-Men. Yeah. No, 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 God, no. Yeah, we're going back to 2008. We were watching uh, Deshaun Jackson bring a pump return to my house. My Papa Joe almost fucking smacked the back in the back of the head. Fuck! No. If, they, if the Eagles lose, which they should, and the Vikings beat the Giants, which they should, the Vikings are then one game back of getting that bye in the NFC. One team gets a bye this year. That means week 18, because we are in week what? We are in week 16. So week, I'm sorry, I'm fucking this up. Week 17, Jalen Hurts, even if he's not ready to be played, I could see being rushed back for a multitude of reasons. One, getting the buy, securing the buy. Two, how much do these guys care about MVP? If he misses the rest of the year, he's not winning the MVP. I'm sorry, brother. I zoned out when you started doing all that math. <laughs> so, so. Vikings. I think uh, to your point. No, I'm kidding. I think they care a lot about that MVP. Right. So, you know, incentive based league, brother. Not a lot of guaranteed contracts. He's on a rookie contract still, right? I think if you win MVP, next contract gets bumped up even more. Like the the ceiling can. I think it's like I'm definitely thinking of the NBA. You know, scratch that. We'll cut this part. Yep. I um I, I'm looking at my crystal ball here and I see them losing this week, Vikings winning. He's rushed back next week for both MVP and by implications and against you know a fairly physical Saints defense. And um I don't see good things, brother. I don't like it. Some I don't like it one bit. All right. Well, we're on the other side again. Listen, we mentioned No, I got no I got no play. I'm sorry. Hold on, oh. I got no play here. No, no, no. I was just you, more so you said all of that to not give a play. Yeah, just I was just kind of thinking. You know what I mean? Sometimes it's brain. I start thinking future wise. Cowboys, NFC tickets. All right. Do you have that? Collarbone really is broken. No, I got nothing in the NFC. Oh. oh. I do have a Mahomes MVP ticket though, plus two twenty-five. Ah, that's what that's what it is right there. All right. All right. Moving on. We got the Raiders traveling to the Steelers. Steelers are minus two and a half at home, and this total is at thirty-nine. You can go first. We ride in Steelers, baby. We okay. ride in Steelers here. Kenny okay. Pickett, he's back. Kenny's back. I'm a Kenny Pickett guy. I, I've said that now. Uh, going up against a very soft and weak Las Vegas defense that we watched the Pats walk into Vegas, and they should have won. They didn't. They they should have won between the touchdown call that was just bizarre to me, clearly out of bounds. Um, Vegas is not in prime time going into Pittsburgh you know, hopefully that defense can get going. They're not looking great as a late, if we're being totally honest. I wish they were looking a little bit better for this bet here. But at two and a half, I'm thinking about picking the winner. I think Pittsburgh gets it done here. Uh, Vegas ain't built for that to go into Pittsburgh, too. That place is always going to be packed out. The, the, those fans pack out opposing teams' venues. That place is going to be packed to the gills on prime time with Kenny under center. He's going to step up, the hometown kid. Uh, give me Pittsburgh here to get the dub here. Okay. 
Derek Carr, when facing a defense allowing more than 21 points per game, like the Steelers, is 31 to 52 against the spread. So that's actually pretty good for your bet. I'm taking the okay. over here. Over 39. Like I'm going to take it over. To your point, Pittsburgh's defense has not looked that good. I think they're 20 something uh, against the run, too, which is all the Raiders want to do lately. Josh Jacobs is leading the league in rushing. He was 40 to 1 to lead, lead the league in the preseason, which is, man, if you're holding that ticket, let's hope he doesn't get hurt. He's still over 200 yards from Derrick Henry, but they're going to run the ball. They're actually running it with, you know, they're running it very well. The Steelers have Kenny Pickett back. They've, they've looked pretty good offensively. Uh, George Pickens looks great. I think they're going to hit the over here. It seems like a, I know the weather's probably going to be cold, but, and it, it is the primetime game, but I, I think they get over. I think they hit 40 here. So I'm going to take the over. Moving also, on. Look at, oh, I've been looking at this board. I, I'm going to hop on Bears with you officially. I, I, I yeah. Yep. Yeah. Hop I on, agree. bro. We, we got room yeah. for you. I'm going to hop on. Just too many points at home to, to, uh, you know, a quarterback who just, you know, he, Kind of looks like Lamar uh, when he was younger. So give me um give me the Bears there to slide in that back door. We've watched multiple teams cover you know touchdown spreads against the the Bills this year. So um, I'm not afraid to hop on that there. Come on in. I ain't no nice bitch. Warm. All right, moving on to Christmas Day. The first game on the slate is at one o'clock. The Green Bay Packers on short rest are traveling to the Dolphins. Green Bay is plus three and a half. Or plus three, depending on your book, and this total is at forty-eight and a half. This I like is Miami an interesting here. game. Yeah, I do too. Okay. Um, consensus bell. Ding 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 ding. What's up with Green Bay? There's like, I guess this after the buy, this idea that like you know almost like re- reset, like they don't stink. <laughs> I know playoff chances are alive, but plus six fifty to make the playoffs. I... Uh, they've they won, still can't they've won the 14 ball. consecutive games in December. Right. Which, okay, fair. I I would lean Miami here, man. The three and a half, just an ugly spread. Um, you know, I don't know what's going on with the contest this week, but if I was to take, I would, this is probably my fifth pick here. Um, I would take Miami at home, Christmas Day. You know, nothing about Green Day based offense after, you know, the primetime game against a horrible Rams team makes me think that uh, they're anything legit. Uh, so, also, that Green Bay defense can be had this year. So, uh, you know, uh, Tua, they, they looked good enough in the cold in Buffalo. So I don't see why they can't at home, even if it gets down to 31 degrees, why they can't um, do enough to, uh, you know, win by more than three. Yeah, I agree with you there. Tua at home is 12-4 and four against the spread. He's 7-9-1 and one away. Dolphins are 5-1 in the under at home this season, which is why, since you took the Dolphins, I'm going to take the under here. I'm going to take the under, what is it, 40... 48 and a half now. Take the under here. Yeah, that's high. That's high. The Packers suck at defending the run. The Dolphins don't really want to run it, but they will if they have to. I think there's a lot of clock chewing and whatnot. Hmm. Packers only scored 24 against that that banged up Rams defense. The offense just does not look good. AJ Dillon passed concussion protocols, so he'll be back and he'll be running. So yeah, I like the under here as well. So I'm gonna take the under. Okay. All right, Broncos at Rams, baby. Nothing like four. We might turn the basketball game on for this game. Broncos at Rams at the 430 slot. Denver is laying two and a half on the road. And this total, oh boy, this total is at 36 and a half. Another, another system under. This is the last another one of the week. System under. God. 
Thank God. Uh, the Broncos broke my heart with that that under last week, but I don't even know what to say. It's it's under for me. It's under for me. 11 of Denver's last four. I'll try to justify it. 11 of Denver's last 14 games have gone under. They're so bad, man. Oh, God. They're really bad. They've lost games this year when their opponents have scored 10, 12, 16, 17, 17, and 19 points. <laughs> Horrible. It's so bad. Rams are just as bad. They're coming over a short week, too. They played the, the Packers, so traveling to mile high. Get those oxygen masks going. Um, so I'm going to be in the under here. Hopefully they run out of gas in the second half. Well, it's in LA, isn't it? Yeah, I'm, I'm dumb. Yep, yeah. I'm dumb. Um, Maybe it's hot there. Or, they forget to turn the air conditioning on. Yeah, yeah. I um, I got nothing here. I lead Broncos because I think the Rams are are a lot worse than people think. Um, I ended up on Green Bay with you on Monday night. That was a good call from you earlier in the week. Um, but uh, I, not in the business of losing money on Russell Wilson here. Now. Are you in the business of losing money on the Buccaneers again as they travel to the Cardinals for a little Sunday night Christmas football? Tampa Bay is laying seven and a half on the road. This total is at 39 and a half. Trace McSorley is starting in place of Colt McCoy. Couple stats for you. Tom Brady, straight up after a straight up loss this year, is 06 and 1 against the spread. Previously, before this year, he was 45 and 21. Bad, 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 bad. At night with the Bucks, he is two and twelve against the spread. Is this the spot where we take the Cardinals? No, I didn't think I, so I, either. I got, I got nothing here. Uh, he looked so bad last week against Denver. Tampa's defense is good enough. Um, I want no part of anything here. You can't bet the Bucks to lay more than a touchdown. Uh, Bucks teaser, if anything. I don't even know if I'd like that. Um, but I got nothing. I hate that I'm taking another under, but I'm taking the under. <laughs> Bucks team to- Bucks unders are 12 and 2 this season on the road to 5 and 1, going under by a total of over 10 points per game. They stink on the road, they stink at home, but whatever. They are 1 in 10 against the spread in their last 12 games. Wow, I might take the Cardinals here. It's it's bad on the other on the flip side of it. They can't score either, the Cardinals. They are 30th in DVOA in offensive DVOA this year, right behind the Texans and the Colts. We know Cliff Kingsbury in the second half of the seasons, and now they're throwing Trace Meek sorely to the Wolves. Give me the under 39 and a half here. I think half my fucking picks are unders. Take the under here. Ugly game. Ugly, 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 ugly. Last game of the slate, we got Justin Herbert and the Chargers going to the Colts. Monday Night Football. The Chargers are laying four and a half. This total is at 45 and a half. I will say this, though, not to circle back to Sunday. Uh, brutal slate. Based on how they kind of split up the games between Saturday and Sunday, it's going to be a brutal slate. I, I, now, I, uh, I get why they did it with, with, with basketball. Only Yeah, but dude, only who, the hell, who the hell cares about NBA? Basketball. On, I, 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 I get it, dude. I get it, dude. Like I, I couldn't even tell you who's playing on NBA Day this year. I'm gonna be watching football all day, and I'll tell you this much though: I don't like the slate. We will have to be good this week with tweeting out our plays because you know we're riding so many different. I will, yes, I will have all. 
Yeah. You just text me your picks. I got okay. mine written down. I'm not going to be on a ski trip, so I'll actually be able to get mm. these out. Props you have written down already? No way. No, no props yet. Uh, I'm saying for a Sunday, like, you know, well, we're going to have probably we'll at least five bets. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to get that going there. Yeah. But um, uh, to, to, to Monday, like you said, uh, I was on Chargers last week, my only winner. And, um, you know, I don't love them laying five here. On the road now, you know, they barely covered the two and a half against Tennessee, a decimated Tennessee team. You know, they're going into Indy, who is coming off that horrific choke, which honestly, I don't think really fucking matters. I mean, you know, once again, it helps their the overall franchise. It helps them. They're, they're, they got the draft pick. No one's going to fucking remember that game in, in a year. Uh, I thought it was a little bit overblown. Uh, two, you know, Indy stinks. We knew that. Matt Ryan stinks. We knew that. They're going to Nick Foles. He stinks, right? So I don't. Line moved from four to five after the Matt Ryan of Foles news. I, I don't know why, really. Uh, I don't know why they didn't go to Foles back when they benched Ryan. And they went to Ellinger. I don't know either. That that makes sense to me. Um, I would lean Colts here, but I'm not uh, getting the business of that. My dog's looking at my pillow for some fucking reason. Get off the bed. What do you got here? I don't have much. There's another force. I, I don't like this game at all. Um, let me see. I got forty-six and a half. Nick Foles is playing. Give me the over here. I'm gonna take. Uh, I'll oh. just go. Give, give me the over here. Ain't mm-hmm. Chargers under Staley. If the total is at fifty or over, they are nine to five to the under. If it's under fifty, they are eleven and sixty over. There's a nice little staff for you. Thank you. I, I don't know. We'll, we'll probably take the Chargers against the second half spread again because Herbert's one nine and one against the second half spread in primetime. Awful. Mm. What's the first half spread on that? The first half spread is two and a half for the Chargers. Mm. Add that to the card. Okay. Under under a field goal, I'll take that. That'll be three by game time. Um, no explanation needed, brother. You know how we roll. If you're a real listener, and you, first of all, you made it this far, and you listened to the prior podcast, you know why we're taking charges first half. You know why we're taking them. You don't miss when it comes yeah. to the charges first half. No. Yeah, I mean, that's really all I got. I don't really have a lot of good. Don't Maybe tell anyone. Fold, little fold magic here. little fold magic. Yes. Come on now. You can get some points here. All right. Mm. All right, everybody, have a very Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. Happy Hanukkah. We will have a guest next week. Mike's coming on, my brother. Mm-hmm. Fully, anything. Actually, Fully, why don't you sign up? Sign sign up. Sign, sign up for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, this time of year, the holidays, it, it's really just about spending time and enjoying the time with the ones you love. And um, And that is not Tom Brady. No, it's not Tom Brady. And I'll tell you one thing. There are no good Christmas movies. You know, I don't know if that's like a, a, a hot take. Christmas movies stink. Four um, Christmases, be, bro. Only good one in uh, my mind. The the only good one, genuinely. I hate Elf. So fucking mm-hmm. annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, But uh, with that being said, the new Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds Christmas movie stinks. Uh, not a shocker there. But, uh, you know, Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Hanukkah. And, uh, you know... It, we will be talking before the new year, so we won't get into that yet. But um, you know, from 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 you and me to to his and hers or them's, 
words. We don't discriminate. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Goodbye.